Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of Coffee with Jesus. Today I want to have a look at something that many of us face, and something that I've had to deal with a lot in my own life. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about three signs God gives to someone struggling with insecurity. Three signs for self-doubt or three signs for insecurity. I want to talk about a passage in, in Exodus where God responds to insecurity and actually gives us three ways in which God responds to our insecurity. If you are new to our podcast, welcome. As far as possible, we release this podcast every single Tuesday. And the point is simply for us to grab some coffee and tea, maybe some hot chocolate, or perhaps you're listening to this on your way to work or at gym, dropping the kids off at school, whatever it is. And let's just spend 10, 15 minutes together speaking about something, anything, that may help us become more like Jesus. So if you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast, uh, give us a like, share it in whichever way you can, and let's dive into today's session. Again, we're speaking about something um, that plagues many of us, self-doubt, insecurity. And I want to read a passage to you. Um, it's, I think it's important that we, we understand the context of the passage, but I'm going to read it first and then we'll give you a bit of context and dive into what God says. So Exodus 4, 1 to 9, then Moses answered, but behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice, for they will say the Lord did not appear to you. This is Moses responding to the call of God. The Lord said to him, what is it that is in your hand? He said, a staff. And he said, throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent. Moses ran from it. But the Lord said to Moses, put out your hand and catch it by the tail. So he put out his hand and caught it and it became a staff in his hand. That they may believe that the Lord your God, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Again, the Lord said to him, put your hand inside your cloak. And he put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous like snow. Then God said, put your hand back inside your cloak. So he put his hand back inside his cloak. And when he took it out, behold, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. If they will not believe you, God said, or listen to the first sign, they may not believe the later. They may believe the latter sign. If they will not believe even these two signs, or listen to your voice, you shall take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground, and the water that you shall take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. The context, as I've said, is is Moses is receiving a call from God. God's heard the cry of his people in Egypt. Moses is his chosen Messiah, his chosen redeemer, his chosen rescuer. And the mission is being declared to this 80-year-old fugitive living in a foreign land. It's amazing how when God needs someone to rescue his people in Egypt, he goes and looks for an 80-year-old man who's not even in Egypt at the time. And Moses, you can hear, is at an all-time low. He doubts himself, he's insecure. And so he says, I can't do it. And you can hear it in his language. He doesn't believe anyone will take him seriously. He doesn't say, what will happen if they don't believe me? He flat out assumes no one is going to believe him. There's no what if, there's no if they might, they might not. No, he just flat out assumes no one is going to listen to him or believe him. And so he's got this insecurity. He lacks a bit of confidence. He lacks um, assurance. He's, he's doubting himself. And to this man, God gives three signs. And so what I want to do is just have a look at these three signs and ask, how are these three things related to the insecurity in Moses? How are these three things uh, ways that God instructs us and moves us forward with regards to insecurity? The first thing God says in response to self-doubt of Moses is what is in your hand. In other words, what do you have with you? What do you have access to right now? What resources do you have? And then he proceeds to change a staff, the staff of Moses, a staff that he had been using for years, probably tending and leading sheep, and he turns it into a serpent. And Moses freaks out and runs away. The staff would have been a source of support for him. 
He would have been that thing he lent on for perhaps over 40 years. And in a moment, it becomes a source of fear, a source of anxiety. It becomes poisonous. And it says that Moses runs away. The first thing God does to a man racked with self-doubt is to take what was in his hand, take the thing that he'd been leaning on, and change it into something poisonous. It seems a little insensitive if you ask me. Hey, you see that stuff you've been leaning on for 40 years? Bam, it's a snake. When we're in a place of self-doubt, though, and this is, I think, what God was trying to reveal to Moses, when we're in a place of insecurity, the worst thing for us is to keep leaning on what we've always lent on. Often the things we lean on keep us in a place of dependency instead of inspiring us to a place of courage. Can I ask you, what are you leaning on? What supports you as you stay in a place of insecurity? Perhaps there's a certain relationship that's become your staff. Perhaps you have an ability, perhaps you, 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 you can outthink, outperform, and, and so we lean on reason or excellence or ability or any number of these things. Perhaps we have access to financial resources and these resources act as a safety blanket. And so no matter what else, no matter what else happens, we can always lean on our money. What is it? That has been your crutch in insecurity, but has zero power to lift you out of that place of self-doubt. God takes the very thing that Moses has been leaning on for 40 years, that hasn't changed his identity, hasn't encouraged, and if anything has probably only reinforced his insecurity, and changes, changes it into something poisonous. Think about that. In other words, Moses' self-doubt and insecurity raises its ugly head. God responds by making his support system poisonous. I think many of us have gone through that moment, right? When a relationship we used to lean on goes sour, the people we used to lean on become either distant or toxic or, or any of the other things. The, the ability you've got begins to be attacked. The reason you lean on, begin, you begin to doubt your own thinking ability. And so what actually happens is that very thing that we've lent on almost becomes toxic to us. It becomes poisonous to us. And I think the reason is because God is saying, stop leaning on what you've always lent on. So the first thing God does is he changes our support system. He reveals what our support system can do, especially if all it can ever do is keep us in a place of insecurity. The second thing he says is look at your hand. And the, to read the whole passage, he kind of puts his hand in his cloak, pulls it out. It's leprous as um, snow, it says. It's, it's, his, his hand is infected by the skin disease. He puts it back in and it comes out healed. How does this help a man struggling with doubt and insecurity? What is God saying? Is God saying, at least you aren't a leper? I don't think that's what God is saying here. What if after removing Moses' dependency on his staff, God is now trying to show Moses something about his identity? In order to understand this, we have to have a concept of what leprosy meant in the Old Testament. Because skin diseases were so visual and often really contagious, this was the quintessential picture of being unclean and not worthy. A person who had leprosy had to distance themselves from society and declare over themselves, unclean, unclean. Think of the psychological implications of declaring over yourself, I am unclean, anytime someone came near you. Think of what that would do to your identity, your sense of worth, your sense of belonging. And I wonder if God was saying to Moses, you've allowed your self-doubt and insecurity to make you live like a leper even when you aren't. I wonder if God was trying to help Moses see in a visual way that his insecurity and self-doubt had made his heart leprous. He, he was believing on the inside of himself that he was not worthy, that he was unclean. And what God was doing is calling him into a grand adventure. And in the midst of that call, Moses was still saying, I'm unclean, I'm unworthy. It's amazing what people suffering with self-doubt will say about themselves. Sometimes it comes across as self-deprecating humor. Sometimes 
we say things over ourselves when we are speaking to people and without using words, we are saying unclean, unworthy. God shows him a leprous hand because he'd already been living with a leper's identity. He was already living with a leprous heart. And this is what insecurity can do to us. It can cloud our lives and we can kind of hide it with humor, as I mentioned, denial, but whatever is in our hearts will come out. God then says to Moses, put your hand back in and he brings it out clean. And I wonder if God was saying, you need a change of perspective about who you are. You need a new identity. Not only do you need to stop leaning on the staff you've always lent on, you need to stop declaring what you've always declared. For 40 years, Moses had been a fugitive without a home, without a family, uh, without an Israelite's family. And, and he may have believed the lie that he was unclean and unworthy. And so God removed in a moment the leprosy from Moses' hand, but Moses had to go on a journey to lose the leprosy mindset. And so first thing God says to someone with insecurity is stop leaning on what you've always lent on. Second thing he says is remove the leprosy from your heart. And then thirdly, God says to Moses, and, and he doesn't show him in the moment. He says, when you're in front of people, take some water from the Nile, throw it on the ground, and it will become blood. Notice this doesn't happen there and then. God gives Moses two signs right then and there, and then he gives him a sign that can only happen later. Moses, in other words, in the private, Moses experienced two miracles, but then in the public, there was still one more miracle that God had promised. There was still one more thing that God was going to do. In other words, God was saying to an insecure Moses, don't lean on your staff, don't think you're unclean, and trust me with what's next. You've seen what I can do in the private, believe I can do it in the public. You've, you've seen me move here, believe I'll move when you need me to move again. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. Trust me with your next project. Trust me with your next platform. Trust me with your next relationship. Trust me with the next lesson or miracle or whatever the next thing is. And I think one of the hardest things to do when we're in a place of security is believe that God will move again. God will move again. And I love this. In Exodus 4, 29 to 31, the way it's all wrapped up in, in the book. It says, Then Moses and Aaron went, gathered together all the elders of the people of Israel. Aaron spoke all the words that the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the people of Israel and that he had seen their affliction, they bowed their heads and worshipped. What if on the other side of us getting through this insecurity, what if on the other side of us not leaning on what we've always lent on, seeing ourselves in a new light and trusting God with the next? What if on the other side of that process, there's a people, a group of people, a family member, a work colleague, a, someone in your community? What if on the other side of security, that person is waiting to see our testimony so that they can believe? Today, if you're sitting and listening to this and you have no insecurity, man, I'm jealous. But I think for many of us, we have places and spaces where that insecurity raises its ugly head. And perhaps today, God is saying to you, stop leaning on what you've always lent on. Change your identity and trust me with what's next. Man, I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has given you just something to think about. Next time that insecurity raises its head, next time you feel like you can't, or next time you feel like no one cares or no one wants to know, next time that insecurity raises up, remember, God sees you. And he's calling you to lean on him, to see yourself as he sees you, and to trust him with what's next. God bless you. We'll see you next week for another Coffee with Jesus. <music>